0: 971 FM Talk, On Demand Audio. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment?
1: We're not going to comment.
2: It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no.
0: And now, Sue's news, Sue's news, brought to you by Sue.
2: At first, I would like to mention Jay Leno, who was working in his garage. You know, he is an avid vehicle collector, car collector. And he has a show, Jay Leno's Garage. Um... And he was apparently working on the car on one of them and it burst into flames and it burnt, unfortunately burned part of his face, the left side of his face. It didn't hurt his eye. I mean, there were his ear. He's so, But uh, he is recovering from that and uh, was unable to make certain appointments and he was supposed to come here. Is that right, Mark? Yeah, Which I, I didn't realize. I don't know if they've officially canceled, but he just when I Googled his name, the first
1: thing that came up was he's supposed to be with Jeff Foxworthy at the Fox Theater this Friday night. And the TMZ story says that he has canceled all of his appearances. So my guess is, unless Foxworthy just takes that on his own, I suppose that's a possibility. But the ticket holders would be notified. Yeah, it says that, to your point, he was badly burned, serious enough to be in the hospital, but it didn't, you know, it didn't affect his ears or his eyes. So and that's a big deal. News. Yeah, man, you know. that's scary.
2: Uh, We hope that he's okay. And uh, boy, he has a serious car collection, like crazy. And hopefully he will recover from that. On this day in history, 100 years ago, that's in 1922, even Mark and I could do the math on that. Barely. (laughs) The BBC began its first radio broadcast in London. And of course, here's what's always interested me. I find it mind-numbing that all they can come up with is bbc1 bbc2 bbc3 we can't really maybe that's easier i guess it is easier than nbc abc paramount you're right after we went down that rabbit hole maybe i should respect it more but that was 100 years ago and then 86 years ago in st louis in 1936 the Jewel Box in Forest Park was dedicated. Love, love, love the Jewel Box. Abby, you've been to the Jewel Box? I believe I have, yeah. Are you sure? No. You, like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of the things I've seen, but I'm not positive. You didn't do a
0: field trip to it? Yeah,
2: yeah, nothing. You I've, don't you utilize don't think Forest Park? I I've ever taken Park. a field trip to the Jewel Box. Well, you need to get out to Forest Park. It, it was designed by a man named uh, William Becker, who was a St. Louis engineer. And uh, it's a beautiful Art Deco design. It was considered the latest word in display greenhouses, according to the Post-Dispatch in the 30s. It's got those 50-foot glass walls. Do you remember? You know which one I'm talking about now that I say it. that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was restored in 2002. I mean, Forest Park is a gem. If you do not get there... I had no idea that it went back that, that yeah, long, 19- that does surprise me. 36 1936. Uh, Abby did something this weekend that I would like to hear more about. Abby, tell <laughs> us about your friend who was trying to buy a lizard of some uh, sort. Yeah, my best friend has been looking into getting like a little leopard gecko, a little lizard friend. Uh, so we went to the, I don't know its official name, but it was like a reptile convention, so there were snakes, there were little lizards, there were frogs, some turtles. Where was the uh, convention? It was in St. Charles, at uh-huh. the St. Charles Convention Center. Okay. Yeah. Did uh-huh. anyone
1: say when you were walking in, here, lizard, 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 anything like that?
2: Not that I heard, no? no. Okay. But I did get pretty close to a tarantula that was just in someone's hand, Ooh. and that was terrifying. I didn't hold it, I didn't get close enough to hold it, but... I've told Yikes. her it really only feels like Q-tips walking across your hand. I don't think Fred no, can handle that No, either. I wouldn't do that. Okay. No. Uh, and it's National Seatbelt Day. Seatbelts have been a requirement for not as long as you would think. New York was the first state to require them 38 years ago in 1984, and New Hampshire is the only state where it is still not mandatory for adults. Wow. I didn't know that there was a state that yeah, said you don't either. need it. I well, remember this. What's surprising about that
1: is that they. this is the way the federal government does this, is they, they mandate this in the sense that if the states don't comply, you don't often get federal highway Money. funds. So I'm not sure how oh, New Hampshire gets, uh, you know, gets around that. Do
2: you remember, Fred and Mark, when it became a thing that you had to wear your seatbelt? Because before that, we were all free well, and in easy. In my ride.
1: parents' car, we never, I don't even know no. if we had them in our
2: parents' car. Oh, well, you probably did, but you didn't have to use <laughs> it. And I remember Mike saying to me, okay, you really have to buckle up. I'm like, Why? I mean, it was ridiculous.
1: Well it was nineteen eighty five when Missouri did I just yes. looked this up. Nineteen eighty five for Missouri.
2: Ugh. Now, there is apparently still a situation where we are less likely to wear a seatbelt. It saves lives. I mean this is provable. Yes, it does. Uh, everybody should be doing it if you're not. But apparently they they have done a study that found that if you take an Uber or a ride share if you sit in the back seat, do you Put on a seatbelt in the back seat. I'm not good about doing it. I do. Do you? Of course. Well, you're Fred. What about you, Abby? <laughs> I put my seatbelt on anytime I'm in a car, you even should. if it's parked. So,
1: I will admit that I'm not the best at doing that in when I'm with people, seat. but I'm not in people's back seats. But when I'm in an Uber, I definitely put it on <laughs> because I've had too many Uber that's drivers that point. have scared the hell out of me. Yeah, so, yes, okay. if I'm with a friend, it doesn't make any sense because I should probably do it anyway, no matter what. But I'm really not in the
2: back seat of a car very, very often, often outside of an Uber. Well, I get it. So, they're just saying that you ought to be aware of that and buckle up. Actually, that's a good point, Mark, that you should do it. Uh, there was that awful plane crash on Saturday at the air show in Dallas. Uh, 6 p.m. People were killed, no spectators, so these were people in the planes. And it was two historic World War II era planes that crashed. One was a really rare P-63 King Cobra fighter plane that hit a B-17 flying fortress. And some witnesses are thinking that B-17 may have been in the Cobra's blind spot. And that what that's what happened. But the NTSB is out investigating a real tragedy. And there are only nine B-17s in the world that are still able to fly. These are the planes that our own air force used to drop bombs on Germany. So uh, for once, it's going to help that people were taking pictures and video from cell phones because that's how they're going to put it together. There are no black boxes in World War II-era planes. I, I have not seen any of that video. I saw
1: the picture. All I saw over the weekend was just a glimpse of the picture of the planes You know, after they had crashed on the ground. This happens every once in a while at these yeah. air shows. Oh. It doesn't happen a lot, but that's Awful. frightening. Can you imagine just having the kids there watching the oh. air show?
2: Debris fell. They're fortunate that nobody on the ground was actually injured. So
1: were there, it was just... Three on each plane, or
2: they didn't say okay. the breakdown of who was where. Wow, that's just, I awful. think, oh, yeah, it's not good. And uh, fine, do you want me to do one more? Okay, and finally, in Sue's news, we have today's random fact. Okay, fine, I was very hungry. Sorry, crowd, to the disappoint. <laughs> <party>. <laughs> the, uh, I was hungry when I looked this up. The world's largest dairy queen is in Saudi Arabia, what? the largest U.S. dairy queen. Is in Bloomington, Illinois. Huh. Ah. P.S. I would like some Dairy Queen. And that's it. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you where there's Dairy
1: Queens around here anymore. Oh, there's I could. There used to oh, be yeah. one in South County. There's, one on, yeah, there's one on Yeah, on,
2: <laughs> Hampton. On there's, there's one on... Yep. Eichelberger on, and Hampton-ish. Well, I guess it's further down. But yeah, what have you got? Right off of Bayless yeah. oh. and Union. Oh, there's one on Webster right there. Oh, I love do it. Like, do you like the... Uh, like they have pretty decent
1: burgers and things like that, don't they? Oh, I'm not Dairy above Queen, or a you burger. You just get the uh, the ice cream. That. All right, there you go. I'll get Dairy both. Queen. Free ads for Dairy Queen. Oh, 422 yeah. Julie Kelly <laughs> from American Greatness is coming up next. Kusumano later in the hour right here on St. Louis's home for conservative talk, 971 FM Talk. Get more at 971talk.com.
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com?